Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related on today's episode. It's Saturday, so we're diving into the mailbag. But first, we're also going to talk about some of the takeaways from the Bulls' loss against the OKC Thunder and how they hopefully can correct the ship to get back in the winning column. They are now 2-1 in their last three. They can get back in the winning column against the Utah Jazz. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, you know, before we dive into the mailbag, I do want to talk about the loss yesterday with the Chicago Bulls. And I, I think I understand the frustration in Bulls fandom, right? We are, rightfully so, the Bulls should have won that game. Especially when you look at the fact that in the fourth quarter, in what should have been uh, crunch time, the Bulls scored on five straight possessions between the Levine three-pointer, DeMar DeRozan layup, Alice Caruso bucket, a Levine triple, and DeMar DeRozan hitting a mid-range shot that put the Bulls up 108 to 104. And then everything just devolved big time. You look at DeMar DeRozan, that foul on Shea Gilgis-Alexander, uh, they got them back in that game. And then uh, DeMar missing a shot. Um, the, 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 like, it was just a lot of things and a lot of bad DeMar down the stretch of this game. Then DeMar goes on to score all nine points in overtime for the Chicago Bulls, and that has left a lot of Bulls fans to wonder why is it so much DeMar down the stretch. You have Patrick Williams, who has now put together, I think, five um, straight games of double-digit scoring from him, uh, all all really good. Uh, 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 no, it was third, I'm sorry. Third straight double-digit performance from Patrick Williams, all having really good defense in that time. He just continues to improve on both ends of the floor. Patrick Williams is finally starting to understand, use his body really well. The fact that the Bulls don't go to him, aren't growing that aspect of his game. Then on top of that, the the not going to Nikola Vucevic, who had the size uh, 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 advantage over Poku the whole game. Like he outweighed that man by 70 pounds and the Bulls did not go to him, right? down the stretch of the game. They just did not go to him. And then it all culminates in, in DeMar DeRozan on a final shot, trying to win the game that was just a bad shot. Yes, DeMar makes a lot of bad shots. But at the end of the day, it's starting to bring about questions. And, I'm, and we're gonna, we got a voicemail on this, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But, like, what, what what is the play style of the scene? What, like, 
What what is keeping them from playing well as a team? Bad Zach Levine as well down the stretch of this game. Some ill advised shots from him outside of that that five straight scoring possessions that I said that the Bulls had at one point in time. Like there's a lot of of things that are happening on the Chicago Bulls team that just you look at it and you're just like, we should be better than this. We should be playing as a team. And when things get tough for the Bulls, what we're seeing when 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 games get tough, games get dirty, games get gritty, the Chicago Bulls, it's DeMar, DeMar, DeMar. And people are just watching DeMar go to work. That is not going to work. And I blame that partially on the, on the coaching staff. DeMar absolutely deserves some of the blame in that as well. But when you look at the way that this game went over the course of it, um, even going away from Andre Drummond, uh, it was Derrick Jones Jr. to come off the bench in the second half before Andre Drummond. Like, And 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 to, to that point, right, and I think some people were like, well, why does uh, Billy go small? That is literally... The once once Derrick Jones Jr. came in at, at the center spot instead of Andre Drummond, that's when the Bulls went to score on five straight possessions, taking over the lead. But it still brings so much like this team has so much talent on it and it's just not utilized correctly all the time. Sometimes it is right. Sometimes it isn't. And so, you know, DeMar being off down the stretch, Zach Levine being off down the stretch, like, like that's when you want to see things from Nikola Vucevic. That's what he's there for. And he should have been able to have. A massive night. Vooch should have been able to cook that night. And he didn't. He got two early buckets. And then at that, they just kept running the small center at him. And the Bulls were not going to Nikola Vucevic at that time. Now, he did only go one for seven from three-pointers, which definitely hurts. Uh, and, you know, he we need him to hit that. He, he missed two what would have been clutch free throws over in that corner. But we don't. But we need to focus on Vooch to make that part of his game consistent. I said this over on um, the post-game show. A big part of what plays to that is just how DeMar DeRozan is basically a post player when you look at it. He gets his, his points primarily in the post and in the mid-range. And because of that, it forces players to be kind of outside on the perimeter. And unfortunately, the, when they're out on the perimeter, they're not moving without the ball on top of that. So it's not all DeMar. But like, and I'm not saying this team by any stretch would be a better team without DeMar DeRozan. But it, it, the, a team has to play a very particular way when DeMar is is on, on the court because he's just such a... And I don't want to say this to make it sound negative, but the way that he goes about, the way that he gets his points is very limited. He has to dribble the ball four to five times. He's going to get in the mid-range. He's going to pump fake a couple of times, but he's not the versatile scorer. And we have a player that seems like they're blossoming into a versatile player in Patrick Williams that I would like to see be utilized a little bit more in the offense with some design plays for him. Patrick Williams has been quietly balling out. And I would just want to see that rewarded in Patrick Williams. Even he was taken out with four minutes left in the third, didn't come back about halfway through the fourth quarter. We need Patrick Williams. We saw when we saw Josh Giddy cooking. It was when Patrick Williams was not on him, not even in the game. These are the things that we need, and hopefully this team can look at. Because I will tell you what, we got the Utah Jazz coming in town, and with the way that team scores, with Laurie marketing on that, Patrick Williams is going to be important in that game. I I I say that Patrick Williams is probably going to be guarding Laurie marketing throughout that whole entire game. We're going to need Patrick Williams to be ready to go, and this is going to be a big test to see how if that the growth that we've seen from Patrick Williams. Facing a former teammate and a player that's having the best statistical season of his career, we're going to see the value of Patrick Williams in that Utah game. But I also want to see the value in Vooch going to him a little bit more. I love Demar. Demar was the king of the fourth last season. I understand it. it. Demar is great. He finds a way to always get to the bucket, get to the free throw line. But for this Bulls team, team to truly evolve and be better than what we've seen, better than a team with a fourth round exit, it's going to have to be more than watching DeMar go to work down the stretch. It's going to have to be more than hero ball. It's going to have to be more than isolation ball. We're going to have to learn to play and stick to team basketball. And until we do that, we're always going to have frustrating losses like this one against the OKC Thunder. But okay, 
With all that being said, let's move on from that. Let's get into those voicemails. This first one is from Shay. What's up, hey? Is this Shay? Look, don't you kind of find it so funny how back when we had Wendell Carter Jr., fans complained and complained and complained that we don't have a low post, that we didn't have a low post threat. But now that we have one in Nikola Vucevic, you kind of see the same problems with this team from last year, not feeding him in the post. Now, look, I'm not just talking about the OKC game. But I'm also talking about the game against the Boston Celtics. This man is going to have the matchup on most nights. And hell, let's face it, he's probably going to have the matchup against the Utah Jazz come Monday. And I feel like we need to look to get him going early. Everybody knows DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine can create their own shots and could go off at any time. But I feel like when it comes to him, we need to start establishing him, like, really, really, like, early. Because either that or give him or don't even use him at all, especially since he's supposedly one of our big three. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. All right, Shay brings in a lot of kind of what I say. Yes, the Bulls need to feed the big man, period. They need to feed Vooch not only early and often, but they need to do that consistently throughout the game. Vooch needs, I would say, 10 post touches a game, period. He needs at least 10 touches in just the post a game. Now, that does not include his outside shot, things like that, but Vooch deserves and needs those touches. Now, to Shay's other point, that, that Bulls fans complain. Bulls fans are always going to complain. It's always going to be what we don't have versus what we have. Always. That's just always going to be. That's every fan base in the NBA to a degree. But Bulls fans are always going to complain. And then they're going to stick to that complaint until it changes. Then when it changes and that and that still is a, is a negative, they're going to complain about that. That's just the way it goes with this fandom. That's the way that it goes with Bulls Nations, whether you agree, disagree, like it, don't like it, whether you're a member that does that or not. It's always going to be that way with Bulls Nation. That's just the way that this franchise the fan base of this franchise operates period right we have a low post threat we don't use them as a low post threat some of that last season that was on Vooch I completely put that on Vooch because he drifted out to the perimeter now when you look at it like that last play Vooch was on the perimeter that was the design if you look at it that's the play that Billy Donovan drew up so I'm putting a lot of the stuff on this in this season so far on Billy Donovan and the coaching staff. When you looked at the early season success for the Chicago Bulls, I wouldn't necessarily say early season success, but the first handful of games for the Chicago Bulls this season, we were going to Vooch very consistently in the post. We were calling plays for Vooch almost to start the game. Then at the start of the second half, we were doing the same thing. We've gone away from that. We've gone back almost to what we were at the end of last season in the way that we play sometimes, and that's extremely frustrating because we've seen it does not work. They got to get back to feeding the big man, playing from the inside out, because that is what allows players to come off pin downs, comes off screens, moves without the ball, all of that. We need to, to adopt that play style. And if Billy Donovan isn't going to be the one to do that, enforce that, be on the lookout because it, it, it could get ugly real quick. And again, Billy, again, not calling for Billy Donovan's job. Two and one in our last three. He coached re two really good games. This one was a bad coach game. Billy Donovan badly coached this game. And hopefully we see an improvement against the Utah Jazz because I tell you what, we lose against the Utah Jazz and Laurie Marketing, the post-game show is going to be all Petty Roosevelt. But all right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Greg. Yo, what up? Hey, it's Greg, man. You funny for that 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 season, that unseasoned wife part, but I, I, I digress. Of lately, has it, has it been me or has it been that Zach Levine really been kind of forcing up shots late in games? Let me get your opinion on that. All right. And so Greg says, or ask about Levine forcing up late game. Absolutely. 
Levine, and I think he's doing experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Because he wants to try, he's trying to get out of the stigma, how bad he's played over the course of the season. He's trying to get back to being that big shot player, and he's forcing it. He's forcing bad shots. Sometimes he's not thinking out there. I actually like what Levine's doing more as a facilitator most of the game. He still makes those those mistakes in fourth quarter passes that is just like, come on, Zach. But outside of that, I like what Zach's doing as a facilitator, and I want to see that part of his game grow as well. He's already putting together a pretty solid defensive season. Not great, right? But pretty solid. But Zach Levine is absolutely forcing it. And he needs to calm down and just get back to Zach. Sometimes, and this may be, right? I'm, I'm 20 games, 19 games into the season. I'm not ready to call it yet. But maybe this is just going to be a down season for Zach Levine. And it doesn't mean that this whole contract is going to be down. You hear some, oh, we shouldn't have gave him. Like, again, Bulls fans, that's just how they react. It is what it is. And unfortunately, Zach Levine's play is warranting that type of response from Bulls fans. But with that being said, it's this. At the end of the day, Zach has to get back to being Zach, whether it's in his head, whether it's the knee, whether it's becoming a father. I don't care. You can throw all the things at it. At the end of the day, if we want success, if Zach Levine wants to be recognized as the player that he was growing into, becoming one of the most efficient offensive players in the NBA, now that, like, we know why that went left last season with the knee issue, Zach Levine needs to get back to being Zach. I don't know if he needs to go somewhere in the, in the mountains of wherever there's mountains at, uh, meet with a shaman, and then sit down and have a, a spiritual awakening to get back to to being Zach Levine, but something needs to happen. Master Splinter needs to have one of those campfire um, uh, pep talks like he did the Ninja Turtles in the first movie with Zach Levine to get Zach Levine's spirits back the fuck up to remind Zach 
who the hell Zach Levine is, right? Who you can be in this league. And until we see that this is going to be a team that struggles, we need Zach to be locked in. And I just said, Zach Levine hit two key three-pointers that got us up by four, right? And I think we can talk about that completely different if we end up holding on to that lead. But at the end of the day, Zach's shooting like dog shit. That efficiency rating that he was being such an efficient player offensively has gone in the toilet. We need Zach to wake up and remember who you are. With that being said, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Alvin. Hey, hey, this is Alvin. Uh, I just want to ask this question. I'm going to ask it again on Lockdown Bulls because I want Pat's opinion on this as well. I know you have a, a real problem with you know, Donovan using two bigs in the same lineup. And I get it because last season it didn't turn out so well, but at the same time, you know, Tristan Thompson isn't actually qualified to be that uh, experiment. But what do you think about using Drummond at the five and Zeus at the four? And not, not every game, but like on certain games when we know ahead of time that you're going to go against a lineup that's predominantly big. Because, you know, looking back at the Cleveland game, you know, the, the big was overwhelming us. And because of that, you know, we wasn't really – Functioning properly. My thing is, if we use Drummond at the five and Bruce at the four for certain um, lineup matches against certain teams, I think we will win certain games that we should and can win. As if I think by the clear, I think it could have been three to four games where that lineup could have helped us much more than the small ball lineup on the games that we lost on. But I'd like to know what you think about it. So go Bulls, see Red. Okay, no, listen, the whole thing of, did y'all not see last season where Vooch operated primarily on the perimeter? It sucked. It was bad. It wasn't good. Vooch at the four, Drummond at the five is not good. That's not the key to shit for this team. It's not. Especially when Patrick Williams is defending like a four finally. Patrick Williams using his body and his strength. No, the answer is not Vooch at the four, Drummond at the five. And also on top of that, we need the consistent rebounding effort. So having... It wears teams down having Vooch out there getting a bunch of rebounds, having Andre Drummond to come out there with more energy, rebounding, shot blocks, defense, things like that. You want to keep that going. Like, no, the answer is not Vooch at the four and Drummond at the five. That's not the answer. We're not going to see that. We may see some spot minutes of it, but that's never going to happen as far as the starting lineup. It's not going to happen, people. That is not the answer. That clogs up the lane even more for, for DeMar DeRozan and get to work. You're At that point, you might as well just play uh, uh, Tony Bradley you know, at the three, move DeMar to the two. Like, it's just, no, it's not going to happen. Understand spacing in basketball is, is a thing for a reason. It's needed for a reason. The way Patrick Williams is shooting the ball over 50% right now for, for the season, you need to have him out there. It's not, no, no, this is not the answer, people. And I don't mean to come down on you, Alvin, but no, it's not the answer. It's not something we're going to see. And it's not something that we're going to find success in. The Twin Towers lineup is not going to work for this team with the bigs that we have. It's just not going to work. All right, let's get into this next one. This last voicemail. We have an email after this, but the last voicemail, this one's from Ricky. Yo, yo, this is Ricky Fonte. I seen that Sadiq Bay from the Detroit Pistons is on the trading block. He's having a down shooting year. But he's capable of uh, a capable three-point shooter that can play good defense. And there's a scorer that averages around 14 points a game. What do you think if we would trade possibly Derrick Jones Jr. because he only makes $3 million both for the salaries match? And possibly if push comes to shove, giving that Portland first round pick since it does seem like 
it's going to stay with them. But we just don't know if it'll fall anywhere between three and six. Thank you very much. See what, tell me what you think about that. All right, Ricky Fontaine in this mug uh, brings up Sadiq Bay. Um, so I took a look at Sadiq Bay's stats so far for this uh, for this season. So far, he's played in 17 games this season, averaging 31 minutes per game, five rebounds, a little under two assists per game, um, and he's shooting the ball 40% from the field, 29% from three-point range, and he's averaging uh, 14.7 points per game. Um, so he's putting together a solid season, and he is a player that could be Available. He has a true shooting percentage of 56%, which is really solid and effective in his third year. He is a very young player, much like I've said, and you guys know, I, I very much would love uh, Jared Vanderbilt to come to this team. Kind of with that said, and along those lines, I wouldn't be mad at Sadiq Bay at all. I don't think it's going to happen, personally. I could be wrong with that. Um, I don't know if they even are looking to move Sadiq Bay, but if you're looking for a kind of a spark plug and a little bit more consistent scoring off the bench, I would not be mad at Sadiq Bay at all. It's just a uh, former uh, first round 19th overall pick. I don't know, like I said, if he's going to be. Um, but it did, I mean, looking at m recent rumors, it seems like uh, the Pistons are taking calls for Sadiq Bay. That, that he's he's no longer off limits in trade talks. But what they would want for Sadiq Bay, I don't know if the Bulls would give up, right? Because you got to think they're at least going to want a first round pick back. Would you be willing to give that that Portland first rounder? For Sadiq Bay, who is a who is a first round pick, this draft this draft coming up shapes to be deep. Um, and the Portland Trailblazers seem like they are going to make the playoffs this season, so it seems like we're definitely going to get that pick. Um, as of right now, things can go completely left. I think this is what I'll say with this. Right, great suggestion, great player uh, suggestion as well from from Ricky on this one. Not a player that I would mind the Bulls giving up. I say you kind of monitor this. The Portland Trailblazers are already falling from being second in the Western Conference to fifth. If they start dropping closer. Um, to the trade deadline, and we know I think uh, uh, Dame's going to be out for a little while. If they seem like there's a chance that they may not make the playoffs, and you try to pull that deal by the trade deadline, I wouldn't necessarily be mad at it. It's not something I'd sit there and say, hey, this was terrible, but I kind of still want to hold on to that pick and see what we get in the draft. But let me know what you guys think down below. Sadiq Bay, is that a player that you would be interested in coming to the Chicago Bulls and the Bulls maybe moving to bring some more size and athleticism to this bench? And a nice little scoring punch as well. He wouldn't get that 31 minutes per game in there uh, from the Bulls for sure. Uh, he's just not getting that number of minutes, but who knows? Let me know what you guys think of all that down below, but that is it for me for today. On the, Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. It's not it. We got another. We got an uh, email. See, I almost forgot the email. This one's from Sean Connors, and it reads this. What up, Hayes, my dude? Sean from Portage Park. Uh, this Bulls team is breaking my brain. I, I sincerely think they could beat your favorite 90s Bulls roster in a best of seven, the KD Warriors, the Kobe Shaq Lakers, every team that earned Bill Russell a chip, ECT, but they would lose a pickup game to a bunch of seventh graders at a community center. The worst team at the Special Wow. The worst team at the Special Olympics would go undefeated against them. The drummer of Death Leopard could beat the whole team by himself with his only arm tied behind his back. It defies all basketball analysis. I don't know what to do with it. I quit. Go Bulls with a bunch of question marks and exclamation marks. Sean, I feel your pain. At the end of the day, I absolutely feel your pain. This team is it just isn't consistent in the way they go about their business yet. Um, I do hope that they come still out of this road. So keep in mind. Two and one over the last three. Hopefully, if, if they win, for example, the next two, we look at this completely different. At that point, they won four out of the last five, right? So this team still is getting it together, and hopefully they figure out a play style that they can stick to and work consistently. But this team is, is frustrating as hell. It just is. The lack of consistent effort, it's all frustrating as hell with this team. 
Hopefully they get to a place of being more consistent with that. I pray that they do. We'll see if they do. But um, yeah, I feel your pain. And I think most of Bulls Nation feels your pain as well, Sean. Thank you for the email. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. And see red. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.